Welcome into another edition of MCM Press Coverage. Today we will be playing the press conferences from Mike Vrabel and Marcus Mariota. The audio comes to us courtesy of Titans Online. Uh, this is what both guys had to say today after day one of joint practices with the Patriots. Really cool to see those two teams going at on the field. A lot of fun stuff happened in this one. Today is Mike Vrabel's birthday, so some of the players from the Patriots sung heavy ready to him as he came onto the field. That was pretty funny. And then a lot of back and forth between Vrabel and Brady, who are friends and were teammates. So a lot of cool stuff here. Obviously, Belichick and Vrabel have a lot of mutual respect for each other, which is part of the reason that you have these, pr- these practices happening this year. Uh, two teams will face off in a preseason game on Saturday night. We'll have plenty of coverage of that as well, but I really think the practices are where we're going to see a lot more uh, in terms of what we're going to see from these two teams during the year. Uh, Mike Miracles, Mike Herndon of Music City Miracles, has been at practice. The, well, he was at practice today. He's going to be there again tomorrow. Uh, has press credentials through Music City Miracles, so we're going to have him on this podcast on Thursday night, show will record Thursday night, to talk about what he saw in the two days of practices, so be sure and tune in for that, uh, but in the meantime, again, enjoy the press conferences following day one of Titans-Patriots joint practices. Uh, again, the audio is courtesy of Titans Online. Oh, you're just going to sit there now and then play more? <laughs> now I'm going to ask you, uh, I saw you uh, chatting with Brady. Was there any trash, speaking of an old soul, uh, old folk, did you trash talk with a 42-year-old today? Um, what would you think, Karen? Yes. It was fun. Um, you know, brought back a lot of memories just to be able to, you know, sit out there and have them, you know, they make a play, and he turns around and says, Mikey, you know, you better cover that, and, you know, you guys need to do this. And I'm sure I had plenty to say, too. So it was a lot of fun. We got a lot of respect for those guys, and we can learn a lot from the way they practice and how they operate. How different was their, did their offense look without Edelman and without Gronk today? I think the thing that you can always appreciate is the pace and the operation in which they get to the line of scrimmage. They get lined up. They use the cadence. Um, to their advantage, and they see in, in man coverage and, you know, able to snap the ball quickly when they feel like they have a, an advantage, you know, getting the right plays, see pressure, you know, be able to throw a screen, and um, that, that's why we, you know, really enjoy practicing against a team like that. Yeah, I mean it's it's um, it's something that's very unusual in this league. The the longevity and the success um, over a course of time. Um, but but Tom's very committed to, to football and to winning and being competitive and taking care of his body, continuing to find new ways to train. Um, knows exactly when he needs to start training. Maybe he doesn't start as early, or um, it's a different routine that that maybe he had when he was 26. Um, and it's 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 fun for us. It's 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 good for us to be able to come out here and compete against them. When there's so much going on, do you flip maybe your plane tomorrow? Well, I think it's it's important for me to, um, you know, be with our defense and be able to see that and be able to see, you know, the Patriots operate, um, allow Bill to, to kind of watch our offense and, and his defense. Um, that was something that you know, we wanted to try to do a little differently this year. Um, 
you know, plus it gives me a chance to stand back there behind Tom and, you know, chirp in, chirp in his ear and, and, and talk a little bit. But it, it's really about us watching, you know, being able to make adjustments. There were some things that we knew coming in that, that we hadn't practiced and we hadn't seen from our offense, and I wanted to see how our defense responded to it. Um, could we get on the sideline, make the adjustments, just like we're going to have to do in a game? That's how we try to structure this practice is fast-paced, tempo, not a lot of scripting. Just let the coordinators call it, let the signal callers call it, uh, get lined up and, and take care of each other and play hard. Just again, like every other practice that we have, there's some good things that happen. There's some things that we got to correct, and and hopefully we can elim- you know continue to eliminate the penalties. Officials were here. We asked them to call some things. Everything that they saw that they would call, holding, um, you know, anything that happened downfield. So um, we'll take a look at it. We'll try to make the corrections and then, you know, add a little bit of stuff tomorrow for practice. You watching the defense was that unscripted? Were you doing that to, to be really game like going back and forth instead of having both working at the same time? I think what it does is once the practices don't get so long, is that you have to have some two spot stuff and then. Just for the, the camaraderie, the competitiveness, maybe just a little extra energy with both sidelines um, there, bringing them together and finishing that off. So, you know, that, that was, you know, that's unscripted. We just kind of yell out it down a distance, and, you know, signal callers will, will get in whatever personnel and call they want. You're staying mostly with the defense today. What all will go into your assessment of the offense as far as meeting with the staff and watching film? Uh, you know, same thing it does every day. I'll go in and watch it. Um, then we'll get together and meet. They'll watch it as a staff, and I'll watch it. We kind of come together, talk about what we didn't like, and you know, is is it a scheme issue? Was it a technique issue? You know, hey, this play looks like it's continuing to look good. We just make comments and then, you know, build a plan for tomorrow. You've frequently spoken in the past about the importance of body language, and you just mentioned energy as being one of the factors for what you did at the end of today. What what's your evaluation of the energy level of the Titans? Is it where you want it to be? I think at times, I think it really is. I think the way we take the field, I think that, you know, when we leave the building, I'm trying to evaluate, are we running on the field? You know, are we continuing to, during drives, as the practice gets late in the, the day, are we, are we getting out of the huddle? Is the communication quick on defense? Um, you know, so I think there's a fine line between all those things that would be urgency and then a bunch of cheerleaders, you know, chirping. Uh, the one thing we don't ever want in this organization is front runners. We don't want people that, when things are going well, um, you hear them from, from the top of the building. And when things aren't going their way or our way, uh, they disappear. So I think there's a fine line between that. I don't want to confuse the, the energy level and a bunch of cheerleaders and a bunch of trash talking when things are going well. Beyond Taylor and Delaney, when, when you're looking for energy from, from the offense, who are you looking for? Whoever makes a play. I mean, that, I don't, again, the cheerleaders, we got cheerleaders. The organization pays cheerleaders. Um, energy is brought by making plays on the field, knowing what to do, finishing, whether it be a block downfield, um, an extra effort run, a great catch. I mean, the people that make plays are the ones that bring energy. So that, that's who we would count on. So like, though, like we were talking about red zone over the weekend, the defense was making plays, but it was mounting and mounting, and they were – explosive and loud and splashing water and you like that it kind of built into that kind of thing. We haven't seen a lot of that. From as, the, from as the days go on, as the plays happen, there's going to be some times during the game where that goes on and 
all I tell them is all we can do is make a play. You know, we can't, we can't sit there and slam our helmet on the ground. We can't, you know, start cheering and come on, let's make a play. Like, somebody has to physically make a play, and, um, you know, that's what we're shooting for. And the defense has to be able to um, maintain that type of um, that level. You know, once you gain the momentum, you have to fight and, and claw and scratch to keep it. And if you don't have it, somebody's got to make a play to try to get it back, whether that be a punt return, a great run on offense, uh, an interception on defense. Somebody's got to make a play to, to try to turn the momentum. As far as Tom, I mean, you spent more time with him than almost anybody on the field, practices. So being back out there and being on the field with him, what sort of reminded you of what makes him different or what's made him be who he is? I, mean, I just think it's, it's, a, it's competitiveness the level of competitiveness that he has, the the composure, um, you know, to be able to to be talking and, and hearing the call and get guys in the huddle, get the, the personnel, break the huddle. Um, you know, he knows what defense probably you're in, you know, before you do. You know, there's just a lot of things that you, know, you have to do well to, to be able to disguise and, and, and be successful against them. I think the more comfort level you have in any any player, the guy next to you always can help, you know, know what he's doing and the communication, the eye contact, the hand signals, all those types of things, being able to work in unison and and in disguise and one guy moving one way, somebody else moving another, you know, the calls when when receivers are bunched up or stacked up, I think that's always critical. How important is it for you guys to get occasional shots downfield, kind of the big chunk plays from time to time? And how do you feel like you guys have done on that so far in camp? It's important for us to gain as many yards as we can and score as many points as we can. And whether we go three and a half yards at a time or we go 90 yards at a time, we got to score points. And the only way to do that is by moving the football in any way that's possible. Come so far at getting it downfield, you think, so far? Yeah. There's probably a lot of things that we need to improve on. You mentioned the phrase several times, we got to make a play, and I feel like we've heard that a lot from you and a lot of players lately. What is sort of the essence of that? Is it a mindset? Is it a is putting something into action? Yeah, we got, I mean, there's a lot of things that go into it. I mean, it's, it's knowing what to do. It's being able to understand the detail of each play that changes every single time. Whether it's a run, whether you're on the front side or the back side, is it a gap run, is it a zone run, those details and techniques and fundamentals that we try to practice, those change every play. And whether you're on a route, is it man coverage, is it zone coverage, you know, those are all types of things that you kind of have to go through your mind and uh, pretty quick to, to be able to physically go out there and, and, and make the play. Delaney's rehabbing something at this point, not resting, correct? Uh, no, I mean, it, those, are, those are days that we try to give players um, again, he's he's played a lot of football for us, um, so I don't really know. Um, other than that, hopefully that he'll be out there tomorrow. How about uh, Humphreys winning? Uh, we'll evaluate him here in a little bit and try to get him back out tomorrow. Got any other ones there, Paul? Right on down the list on your notebook. Okay, good. Sure, I, I felt him in the game, and you know, I felt him in the game, and. Um, you know, we got to keep giving him the ball and make sure that he's um, active um, on a lot of those plays underneath. Uh, you know, just finding ways to get him the ball. And but, but certainly when the game came around, um, he made some plays and 
you know, we threw him a screen and missed it, made a tackle, you know, made a guy miss a tackle and just keep working to get him the ball. I am on very, I, I did bed check last night and I made Jeb walk in Ben's room. He said, he's sleeping. I said, I don't care. You're going in there because I know Ben is hiding somewhere with a plate of some material that he wants to smash on my face. And so I, I just need to know that I'm going to have guys, Stretch going to walk around with me the rest of the day. And I said, Jeb, just go in there. You're in there first. If he's hiding somewhere, he's going to smash it on your face and not mine. So, well, I'm sure he'll find a way to get me and, you know, we'll see how it goes. Uh, probably pretty high. I'll probably get it right when I walk in here. Thanks, Coach. Thank you. Coming up after the break, we will hear what Marcus Mariota had to say following the Titans practice. I did think it was interesting there. Variable talking about the energy that comes from practice. Uh, we'll have a little bit more on that when I talk to Mike tomorrow. But I, I do think it's an interesting question, one that was posed by Paul Kaharski. So that'll be something we'll talk a little bit about tomorrow. But now let's hear from Marcus Mariota. And then we will end today's episode. So in the meantime, you see miracles.com is where you can find plenty of stuff from this practice, including a recap from Mike, uh, who, like I said, was there. So have a breakdown of everything that went on. So you can check that out there later. Subscribe to this show wherever you get your podcasts. Just search out Music City Miracles, and you will find our feed there. So kind of after the break, you will hear from Marcus Mariota. Hey, Marcus, and I guess overall, how good work was it? Yeah, I mean, it was just a great opportunity to work against another team. Um, you know, for us... You're not just trying to win practice. You know, you're just trying to build going into September. Um, but I think it was a great opportunity just to see what guys would do with somebody else in front of them. Um, you know, and made some plays and you know stuff stuff that we can build off of. What's your assessment of the energy level for you guys on offense in practice? Um, you know what? I think at times it's great, and at times um, it can be a little better. Um, you know, moving forward. You know, Coach Vrabel talks about having a sense of urgency. And um, it's just for us, we have to sustain that throughout practice. Um, so you, in the huddle, you can hear guys talking about it. We understand what, uh, what we need to do. And, um, you know, I think we can get better at that. In those moments where you say it can get better, what needs to be done to get it there? Well, I think it, at, when it comes down to it, it's just we have to live up to the standard that we've all kind of set for ourselves. Um, you know, it's going to be hot. You know, things aren't always going to go your way. You just have to kind of take it on the chin and move on. And, um, you know, when, it, when it's all said and done, if you have a sense of urgency and you play with effort, um, more times than not, you'll be in a good spot. Did you, have another talk, did you get a chance to talk to Tom today, and do you hope to do that before he leaves town? I did not. Um, you know, we'll see tomorrow. It's a coordinator change this offseason, and, you know, I know there's familiarity, but where would you say you are as far as comfort and just in the system as you're in another year? I feel great, and that's a credit to, to Art. Art has done an amazing job, really, since he stepped in as, as the OC, of making everybody feel comfortable and just allowing guys to go out there and have confidence um, and just knowing what to do. So um, a lot of credit to Art. I think, you know, for the most part, guys are, are flying and making plays. It's just can we sustain it and, and play with a level of system. What does that, that, that kind of carry over um, and him kind of building it around? You know, Can you repeat your question, well? please? How, how beneficial is it to have it that he's – kind of working to build it, get input like that, to, that way you're familiar with it? Well, I think it helps everybody out. Um, you know, we've got a young group of res- talented receivers, um, you know, and I think if we can make it easy on everybody, you know, everyone can go out there and play fast. So, again, credit to Coach Art and the rest of the, the staff because I do think guys are, 
are playing at a different speed. And um, if we just can cons uh, consistently do that and sustain that, uh, I think we'll, we'll be all right. You mentioned not riding the roller coaster and not getting too up or down, but when, when there is a period where things don't go very well, what do you guys have to do to try to pick things back up? Just the next play, next play. You can't hang your hat on, on the previous play. You can't you know, worry about the result of it. You just have to continue to focus on the process. Um, you know, I, I think it's just little reminders to everybody in the huddle. Um, I mean, I, you can hear it throughout practice. It's just, you know, it's about finishing. It's about just being consistent. And, um, you know, it's a standard which we talk about every single day. And it's, it's good to hear the guys say it, and now we just got to live up to it. For you personally, what are some things this late in camp that you have worked on just to, like, as an area of focus? Uh, really third down. Um, you know, if we can build build a consistent, confident kind of just repertoire stuff, and for third down, um, you know, it's going to help us out in the in the season. So um, it's good to get reps. It's good to get uh, other looks from a different team. Um, so it's the stuff that we got to continue to build off of. But um, moving forward, you know, if we can continue to get better at third down, uh, I think we'll be all right. What are some things you feel like you've done well to this point? I just think the operation's been clean. Um, again, that's a credit to really all the guys. We're getting up on the ball, um, you know, with a sense of urgency. You know, I think we've done, you know, a great job of just executing what Art wants us to do. And moving forward, it's just can we do it at a, at a consistent basis every single day? How's your chemistry coming along with A.J. Brown, just given the fact that, you know, he wasn't out here for, for a couple days? Uh, it's coming along. Um, you know, and I, again, he's another guy when – He's not in. He's taking mental reps. So just being able to talk with him, going through things, um, he's got a good grasp of what we're trying to do. And once he's rolling again, um, you know, we'll have an opportunity to build it on the field. What's downfield passing game been like for you guys, Marcus, so far? How are you, so far in camp, how would you evaluate, you know, kind of the, getting some big chunks? Yeah, I mean, I'm not – you're not really concerned with just the result. I mean, to be honest with you, it's, it's nice to get a play here and there. Um, but, you know, you're not going to worry about – you know, missing things. If we've got guys running, doing what is expected of them, playing with effort, playing uh, to finish, I think, uh, you know, we'll be okay when the season rolls around. How much has Tannehill pushed you this camp just to be better compared to maybe some other backups that you've experienced in the past? Well, I think having, having, having Ryan uh, in our room has been a tremendous addition. Um, you know, that competition year in and year out for me is just with myself. <laughs> I just got to be the best version of myself. Um, but Ryan adds, um, you know, a guy that's done it, that has experience, can talk about things that we see in practice. Um, you know, even today, just different things that, that the Patriots were doing, just being able to communicate and, and um, you know, really just kind of be there, be another set of eyes for each other. Um, but when it comes down to it, I'm just competing against myself. I just try to be the best version that I can be day in and day out. Have you learned one thing in particular from, from Ryan that maybe that you've put into your game since knowing him? Uh, just really watching him in terms of uh, his accuracy, um, you know, getting in and out of the pocket. You know, I think he does a great job of keeping his eyes downfield. And, um, you know, he, he always tends to just kind of be focused on our progressions. Um, you know, it's easy for a guy to, to put his head down and uh, try to run. But I, for me, at least from observing, he does a great job of just continuing through his progressions. Um, keeping his eyes downfield and something that I can definitely add to my game. I play with who, who's out there, but for continuity's sake, you, you, you haven't had one team period this camp with Corey, Adam, Delaney, and AJ all available to you. Does there come a point where, 
where obviously you hope that you can work with everybody together at once? Can't. Honestly, you can't worry about that. Um, you know, through the course of a season, um, you're going to have to deal with different situations and different guys. And, um, you know, for me, I, I appreciate the fact that we're getting, getting run with more than just a, a group of four guys. Because um, when it comes down to it, um, you know, it's a tough and it's a long year. And anytime you have an opportunity to work with more players, um, I think your, your comfort level with that entire room uh, goes up and just makes you feel confident when you play. One of the themes here, though, is to surround you with weapons. It would be nice, obviously, to have your full stable at, at some point. Well, again, I mean, when it comes down to it, it's, it can it can, it can happen. It, it might not happen. It, you just got to go out there and play with what you got. And, um, you know, again, credit goes to our young receivers that are coming in because guys have made plays throughout camp. How much are you having to learn to trust your, these other receivers and all that when you throw the football that they're going to make their break and get in the right spot and, and fix up those timing routes like that. Yeah, and I, I really think that's what comes with, you know, throwing routes on air, um, you know, doing stuff after practice. Uh, those little things are really going to help you when you get to team periods and in the preseason and eventually into the season. So um, it's just being able to communicate with the guys if things don't go well, if make, maybe it's an incompletion, just saying, hey, I'm expecting you to be here. And, you know, moving forward, I think guys – can can take it and run with it, um, but when you're when you're working with a bunch of guys, it's just being able to communicate and uh, just establishing what you want. Dennis Kelly's a guy who's filled a lot of roles for this team. Where do you see his comfort level working at just one spot in this camp? You know what? I think Dennis again, um, he's he's done so much for us over the last few years, and um, to have a guy that's versatile that can do all those, can play kind of all the positions, um, is huge. Um, you know, with with the situation that we have. Um, Dennis, I think, has really stepped up into that role. And, um, you know, every single day it seems like he's getting more and more comfortable. Your receivers talked about their DBs just being disciplined. That was kind of an overlying theme. When you get up to the line of scrimmage, what do you see from them? Are you talking about New England or our, our guys? Yeah. Um, you know, they're disciplined in terms of, like, their leverage and what, how they're going to play it. Um, you know, they're going to be disciplined with not giving the look necessarily that, that you would kind of think based off of the coverage in the show. Um, you know, and you can tell just from just being out there with those guys, um, you know, that, that level that they've played at, um, guys, you can see it. I mean, this, it's, it's tough to get a beat on what they do, but it's a great opportunity for our guys to see something different and to play something different. You mentioned third downs and how important those are. Where are you and Adam at as far as being able to be on that same page, understand he's going to break this way, break that way? Yeah, it's um, – it's stuff that you got to work on, but I think Adam really, since he's gotten here, has made it easy on all of us as quarterbacks. Um, the way he runs routes, he's he's very quarterback friendly. His body language, um, so it's just being able to find the soft zones, making sure uh, we're just seeing everything eye to eye. But he's done a great job since he's gotten here. Thanks, Mark. Any interaction with Brady today, and if not, do you hope to have some by the time this is over? I did not. Um, you know, we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you, guys. Thanks.